Yes! Alright! Welcome to the 716 Rocks Podcast. Woo! My name is Natron Patron. With me I got my main man. Grizzle. Grizzle. As always, social media director. Mikul. And behind the glass. We got a special guest tonight. A mystery guest. We got a mystery guest. Ooh. He's wearing the general's hat, but he's not the general. He is Easton Gray. Easton Gray. Good to have you on the show Thank tonight. You. Woo! Coming down it's to the studio, honor. we are going to have some fun. Let's let's uh, let's hear about these bills, Patron. What do you got? Let's talk about these bills going down to New Jersey Jets beating them down at MetLife Stadium. Come on now, we are in sixth place in the AFC. Conference. Woo! Primed for that wild card spot, fellas. You almost said AFC East, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Sixth <laughs> place in AFC East. East. Doesn't uh-huh. exist. I wouldn't put it past the Bills to be able to accomplish that somehow, <laughs> some way. Oh, man. Sorry, I digress. Well, thank God we don't have Fitz on the team, so we cannot experience a Fitzplosion. Woo! All right, how about this, fellas? The Bills run offense, number two in the NFL, going against the number one. Run defense, the Jets. Who's going to win that battle, huh? Who's going to win that battle? Ha, tell me. Who give me won some, it? Give me some shady, baby. Give me some shady up in the house. Give me a little Carlos Woo. Williams. Woo. Woo. Best jump cut in the NFL. Here I am. Here I'm not. There he is. There he isn't. Making dudes tackle. Air. Come on, how about shady? Posting 112 yards. He tacks on another five catches for 47 yards. How about that? The final drive of the game, Easton Gray, my main man, Shady, pops off another 30, 30 yards to extend out that drive. They're, I mean, they are impressive. That one-two punch between McCoy and Carlos Williams, I mean, there's really nothing that can beat it. But I think you really got to have both there. If you don't have McCoy, you know, Carlos might not be able to step as, up as much. But when, man, when they're together, that is a dynamic duo. For sure, for sure. My man, Carlos Williams. Second player in NFL history to score a touchdown in their first six games played. How do you guys feel about that? How does it feel to be a winner? Carlos is in fuego. Oh! He caught the ball, I don't know, maybe the seven, five-yard line. I'm like, this guy's a bust with no breaks. There, there was about four Jets defenders in the vicinity that said touchdown. Yep. He came down with that, that ball in the post and touched it. He didn't stop him. No, Why he just try? bounces he off people. I mean, if he has just a nose for the end zone. He knows what he wants. I'm not getting in front of a 230-pound, 6'2", running back. Just take it, bro. Next game, just take it. You get the ball on the five-yard line, score. I'm not going to get a separated shoulder trying to jump in front of that train. I like it, fellas. Hey, got to ask you a question. Sammy Watkins, three catches. 14 yards, no touchdowns. How about that line? Did Revis win this battle? I, I think it's a little bit of a letdown compared to what he had the, the week before. You know, definitely Sammy Watkins had a breakout game last week. But to say that really Revis won the battle, yet we win the game, I think that's illogical to think. I got to agree with you. I think, uh, you know, I don't know that anybody really won that battle per se. I mean, Watkins didn't have great numbers in the game, but... I'm pretty sure, right? Wasn't it two key first downs, mm. right? That Absolutely. he just did a little shake and bake. Shake and bake. I'm my man Revis to pick up some key first downs for them Buffalo Bills. El Diablo. El Diablo. The rooster. Magic man. The rooster. 
Magic man. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Revis, his ankle ended up in our living room when we were watching the game. <laughs> he got he got spun out of the frame of the television. He got turned around. And you know what? The first was it the first passing play of the game, I think. Tyrod airs it out 60 yards to Watkins. Watkins has Revis beat on a triple move. Oh yeah. That ball was in the up up in the air a little too long. Wasn't quite the dime we're used to with Tyrod. I do think Sammy thought he had wings and felt like he could jump about five <laughs> seconds early and maybe just sky for it. So uh, if he connects on that, I mean, incompletion, whatever, Watkins, he blew out Revis on that play t- too. So I personally, I like what he saw. He didn't have the line, but he definitely picked up that key first down on that final drive. I liked it. Yep, I agree with both of you there. And, and without that, I think really the Bills wouldn't be able to seal that win. And can you really think of what Revis did? can't really think of any play where he really kind of won that battle not really you know nothing nothing no. comes to mind nope. just dead air right there that's all that is yeah. dead air I don't, I don't know what to say well i'll tell you what you know the bills offense number two i think they won this for sure obviously they won the game mccoy looked nice i think i, I feel like he carried the team more or less right carlos with another touchdown my man's got the the nose for the end zone but another positive from the game how can you not love Bakari stinking Rambo. Woo! Bakari Rambo. I mean, like, it's not enough that this guy has a, a, a name just built for football, just built to be some tough guy out there that just wants to take over and shoot everybody up. No, just kidding. He's not going to shoot everybody up. But what is he going to do? He's going to force a fumble on a kickoff for a touchdown. He's going to force another fumble. He's going to get an interception to seal the game. you got to love this guy. He may not be the greatest safety out there, but the guy makes plays. You gotta love it. But I gotta talk about the game overall. I mean, the Bills, didn't you guys feel great for a moment when they were up 22 to 3, right? But only to see what happened. <laughs> the Jets just slowly chipping away, chipping away. And before you know it, the game's 22 17, and they're standing there in the red zone with a chance to beat us. Man, are you kidding me? You know, I mean, Colton Schmidt fumbles the snap. I mean, I, I don't know what was going on with the long snap during the game. It was definitely something was off. I don't know if it was the wind or what was going on. Sanborn. Garrett Sanborn. Man, you, something's going on there. We got to work that out. Put but me the, in, coach. <laughs> my man Patron's got it just for the listeners. This is a little <laughs> bonus. He's got a little history of being a long snapper. Oh. He wants he wants to oh. get a look. I want to get a look, coach. He wants a look from Rex Ryan, just uh, in case you're listening, Rex. But, I mean, the Jets get the ball in the Buffalo 13, 5-12 left in the game. Man, I'm just rubbing my, my eyes. I'm shaking my head, feeling like, wow, I can't believe the Bills are going to lose this stinking game. Grizz, as I look around the studio, I see I see all these guys down here. We were all watching the game together. We, we had a few other fellas joining us for the game, right? Yep. And there was one in particular. He, he gets amped up. You know, the Bills drop. We're up 22-3. to three. The Bills maybe make one mistake, and he's going nuts. <laughs> oh, stinking Bills are going to lose the game. This team stinks. And I'm like, at that point, I'm like, bro, R-E-L-A-X. Ooh. Relax. And I'm sitting next to him. I'm trying to stay chill in the corner. I'm just hanging out, watching the game. But, bro. When Schmidt dropped the snap and the Jets recovered the ball on Buffalo's 13-yard line, only down by five, 
I was nervous. I couldn't help but think, oh man, my man was right. He was right the entire time. The Bills are billsing. They are going to lose. How is this possible? Unbelievable. But let me interject here. When have you ever felt as a Bills fan that you have the game sealed? Never. I mean, that's kind of the quintessential Bills fan argument. You could be up 42-7 to seven and you're still going to worry, <laughs> how are we going to blow this? Easton, you know what? That feeling went right out the window when we kicked the ball wide right back in 90. <laughs> ouch, ouch. Bringing back some painful memories. I mean, it's, as if that wasn't enough, just the up and down of this game. On top of it, you got some shady, shady calls. Oh, true. What was that first down spot the Jets were given? Rex throws the challenge flag appropriately, right? Yep. Absolutely. How is, how is that not overturned? Yeah, the announcers call it on the field, and they're like, oh, this is easily going to be overturned, and they're like, can't believe they didn't call it. I, I think I know what it was, fellas. You know, there's a real Help issue. Me out. There Help was a the real... listeners out, please. <laughs> there was a real issue with the color rush uniforms. <laughs> I think the referees were colorblind as well. Yep. They were just confused. They thought Eric Decker kind of blended in with the Bills uniform. They couldn't see where the ball was. I don't know. I'm grasping here. I, I Conspiracy. Got Conspiracy. That, that is the only viable explanation, and it's pathetic. And do we really know if the refs are, in fact, tested for their color acuity? Do. Hmm. Are we sure that they are actually able to tell? The color of the respective jerseys. Easton Gray holding the refs accountable. Yep. Gotta love it. We gotta call up Goodell and find this out. You know, as if that wasn't enough, though, with that just garbage call that wasn't overturned and should have been. And then Rex has got to burn his final challenge, right? Because he got the first one wrong, apparently. He's got to burn his final challenge on a catch that hits the turf, obviously, and it has to overturn that. Yeah, great, it got overturned, but you... You lost our challenges because of these stinking refs. I love some of the tweets out there during the game. <laughs> At SBA, he says, The WWE has more integrity right now than the NFL. Woo! Yeah. WWE having more integrity. That is sad, sad news right there. Top rope, brother. Another one out there at Big Papa J Mock. He says, Taylor hit when already down. If that was the Bills, there'd be a yellow flag present. If, if that was Brady, there'd, def oh. there'd be three yellow flags present. Yep, someone's going to get kicked out of the game probably. I don't know what's going on in the NFL, but there have just been some really poor, sad calls out there that these refs, we need some better training. We need a test for colorblindness. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Hey, it just happened yesterday. The NFL had to issue an apology to Baltimore because Jacksonville got a free play at the end of the game, which oh, yeah? they should not have gotten, which moved them up and enabled them to kick a 52-yard game-winning field goal. Ultimately, uh, time was off the game clock. There was a penalty that shouldn't have been called. It was awarded to Jacksonville. So the NFL, I can't believe it. They actually admitted wrong, which is, which is absolutely <laughs> <Right>? nuts. <laughs> well, and there was the, uh, the issue with us that, you know, apparently we got gypped out on so many seconds of the game clock yep. there before the half. Yep. So there, you yeah. go. You know, there seems to be an issue, a kind of epidemic that's going around with the refs here. Get these bums off the field. Come now, on. Let me raise one question to you scholarly gentlemen. Mm. Do you think that because of our, let's say, penalty uh, – provokeness as a team mm. is that why the refs are really kind of looking at us and saying maybe we're not going to get the calls that we deserve i gotta say absolutely 100 percent 
without a doubt. Listen, when, when you put yourself out there as, hey, we're going to be a bully, uh, you know, we're going to be the toughest team out there, we don't care about anything, you're asking for it. Just shut your mouth and play some football. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would say 100% without a doubt. You talk that smack, you put that out there as your reputation, you're asking for it for officials to just be looking for little things that, hey, this is a chippy team because that's what they want to be known as. I don't know. Maybe it's a power struggle. You know, these are the types of guys that got bullied in high school. They just somehow, they were the guys that got cut from varsity football, but they really knew football from an academic and mental standpoint. I don't know. Maybe that's the thing, you know? Got to put big racks in his place. Got to put these... You know, tough guys can throw a flag. I don't know what's going on. Power trip, man. It's a power, power trip. trip. Something's going on. I mean, like, power you guys are ridiculous. Let, the, let these grown men play the game. Got it. I want to watch some football. I don't want to. As much as you cannot talk on live television, I'd be happy, referee. So just turn off your microphone. Keep the flags in the pants. And let's watch the football <laughs> game. Show me some football. Just because you throw a little black and white on, some stripes, whatever, doesn't make you Judge Judy, and you can just <laughs> dictate whatever you want to out there. Hey, right? ref, stripes are for zebras, and zebras get bitten by the lion. Ouch! No, you're rolling the food chain. Ouch! But, you know, this game, like we said, an emotional roller coaster. It's obvious how you guys felt. You know, Bills fans, we're used to it. It's like, you, you can't really ever settle for man we're just gonna win this game we're gonna sit here we're gonna eat some chicken wings and just enjoy the third and fourth quarter because we're up by 20 points you can't do it nope. you know you just can't do it won't do it but what nope. i want to ask you hey as of today the bills sit at sixth in the division they'd earn a wild card spot or in the conference i did it myself man and listen to me in the conference <laughs> they're sitting at sixth spot they got their wild card but what i want is that legit do you guys think the Bills are legit playoff material? What do you think? I mean, I, I'll, I'll take this. I, I think yes. I think they, they are, absolutely. We had to go 2-0 and in these last two games. We took care of business. You know what? We sh Hey, I say it. You know, I, I think Jack Jacksonville obviously is the one you wish you had. That was kind of your safety blanket right there. Yep. But Agreed. past two games, the Bills, they took care of their business. And, uh, you know, I think uh, – New England's a wash next week. I, I want to root for them. We'll get to that in a minute, but we'll see what happens. But, I mean, who's our competition right now in the AFC? That's the thing. Yeah. That's the big question. There's, It's a big old muck. If the Bills just keep winning the games they're supposed to from here on out, I think we got a great chance. Maybe even at 9-7 and seven, we get that sixth seed. Yep, I agree. I think right now the AFC is weaker than it's ever been in the past, which is a great opportunity for us to really dive into them catching one of the wild cards. Uh, like I was mentioning to some of these guys before the show, the projections have us at a 37% chance then to make the mm. uh, the last wild card spot there. The biggest challenge ahead of us right now is the Chiefs. I mean, winning over now uh, the Broncos last night, even though Peyton's hurt, that's definitely a definitive win for them. So I think that's our biggest challenge so far of the season two weeks from now, if I'm correct. And that's going to really define whether or not we make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, listen, man, I love you guys, but I got to just say you're wrong. Ooh. The Debbie Downer over here. I'm sorry to tell you, but I watch these Bills play. I want to be hopeful. I want to feel confident. The Bills are not a playoff team, guys. Wow, come on. Wow. And I'm going to give you some reasons why. Number one, they were hanging on for dear life against the Jets. But 
The Jets at that point were ahead of us in the standings. Winning some pivotal games. Who did the Jets play to get ahead of us in the standings? (laughs) Number one rush defense. Who did they play? Number four defense overall. Who have the Jets played to stand where they stand? Tell me. Read, read the note card right here. <laughs> tell me who the Jets have played. You Nobody. Tell me, you tell me, Grizz. Nobody. You tell ah, me. I got to agree with that at Jonah Javid, right? He says the Bills don't play the clock. Or Bills, don't play the clock. Play to win. Seven minutes and 23 seconds is an eternity. That is the Bills. You ain't playing to win out there, guys. That is true. You always do feel like they're just going to let the win God, slip Don't away. play the clock. Play to win. That's reason number one. They're not a playoff team. Number two... It's just little examples in my mind that speak volumes. Did you see? Oh, it just drives me nuts. Sammy Watkins, Robert Woods, a key third down in the red zone. They failed to convert. They tripped up on each other. What are they doing after that play on a failed conversion where they're forced to kick a field goal? What were they doing, guys? Oh, they're laughing their heads off. How is that funny? (laughs) Are you serious? Get over it. How is that funny? Come on, get over it, dude. Unbelievable. You're going to nitpick that? No. It's little examples like that that breed compromise. Robert Woods. Compromise. He remembered a... Mediocrity. He remembered a funny joke that Sammy (laughs) told him the night before, and he just... He had a mental lapse. And he said, Sammy, look, this is not the time to laugh, but you remember that joke he told me last night? It was funny. And he giggled. No. He giggled. No. You need to hold a little giggle. I giggle all the time, and I'm a winner. Even though you're wearing butterfly wings right now, it's not funny. <laughs> what you're saying just isn't funny. All right. Would I'll... you would you see the Patriots doing that, yes or no? Bill Belichick's not going to have any of that. Exactly. Because he sets a tone. He says, I am hey, not hey. allowing – just be quiet. I am not allowing mediocrity on this team. And that's what I saw. It's little examples like that. Say, that is not a playoff football team. They forced them to kick a field goal. They could have sealed the game up. And we could have sat back and ate some chicken wings after they scored a touchdown if it wasn't so funny to them to be mediocre. Chris, relax. relax. No! No! I'm not talking about the Patriots here. I'm not talking about Super Bowl contenders. I'm talking about, like, muscling for the sixth playoff spot, man. I'm talking about muscling for the last wild spot. Me too. Squeaking in and probably losing in the first round. Let me get to my third reason. Let me get to my third reason. Exactly. I'm talking about muscling into a sixth seed spot, all right? And I'm okay with that. And the reason we're not going to muscle into it is this. Key injuries. How many times are you bracing yourselves when Taylor is is under pressure that he doesn't get hurt? Mm -hmm. Just be honest about it, right? No, you're right. You see him limping out there. He's going to get hurt. We're going to have to bring EJ in or Josh Johnson. Really? How many times you break McCoy? How many times we see him get up game after game and he's got some, you know, shoulder beat up. He's got a hammy beat hey, up. Hey, when, right? when Sue lands on top of you. you True. Know, yeah. But you know he's what I'm saying, right? And Watkins. How many times does he go across the middle and you're just bracing yourself waiting for him to get hurt again? He does seem to be made of glass. I'm not sure what's going on. No, I know. And I I think that's going to be a contention as to whether or not, you know, they keep him in the long run. But speaking to your injury point, I think we are fortunate compared to some other teams out there, though. You know, we're, yeah, we had the injury bug, but I think we had the worst of it earlier in the season compared to where we are right now. And I think we can capitalize on it. Like I said, I love you guys. We're going to. Oh, we're gonna play the Eagles against Mark Sanchez. That's great. We got New England against Edel or without Edelman and without Lewis. 
I think we're a prime, you know, to take advantage and capitalize on these injuries on the other team when we're healthy right now. Man, I hope you're right. I'm just not feeling it right now. I'm not feeling that vibe. It's a nice, it's a nice captain hat. General All right, hat thank you. you. All right, you know, I got, I got to keep this moving because you, my sir, are middling. So I'm gonna keep this gravy train pouring, okay? You want to <laughs> talk about Rex? Let's talk about Rex. Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about what this game was really all about. It was about Rex. Yep. In the post game, he says, "You guys made this about me." It had Jack to do with me. It did. I think it had a lot to do with Rex Ryan because if the Bills lose, okay, not only does it really hurt our, what I think our playoff chances, right? It really hurts the playoff chances. But then it says a lot about Rex Ryan, the fact that the team that fired him beat him. It's just it's just like a lose 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 situation. He put it perfectly. It's like that old girlfriend that's calling you over and over again and isn't able to get you to come back. And he made a statement and said, "You know what? I don't want you back. He's sticking with you." Oh. Hotline bling. Hotline bling. I don't think the Jets are calling him though. That analogy, I, I got it, but it kind of lost me a little bit when he said like calling you back. Right. I don't think the Jets are calling you back. <laughs> Why, why would you not call Rex back? What, what does he not provide for you as a team, as a city? Look at the amount of attention we're getting across the nation. I love it. I think Rex is a great advantage to the Bills that we've been lacking. I mean, you're, you think we're going to get this attention with Chan Gailey? No. <laughs> not at all. He's a gentleman. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you about Rex. I mean, what's the re- one reporter says, hey, what did you say to the guys in the locker room after the game? What does Rex say to Something immature, like I always do. <laughs> what? Are you serious? <laughs> what does that mean? It just, on, it just means that Rex is admitting, like, listen, I'm just a clown up here. That's that's what I do. Is I, I I throw out, you know, some entertaining ear candy for you guys to all appreciate and write some headlines about. That's what I'm here for. Hey, just like at the product four ten said on Twitter, they just called Rex Ryan the Donald Trump of the NFL. He is entertainment to the core. He is. If you only, know, if only he had the uh, the Trump do, man. That that would be that would be nice. He needs the comb over. Comb over. Hey, Rob Ryan's looking for a job. Maybe we can get his brother here with his hairdo. There you go. That'd be great. That's an idea. I like it. Well, it was a big win, fellas. It was big for the Bills and our maybe playoff hopes. Maybe. It was a big win for Rex, and I think it was a big win for us fans. Because I'd have a hard time laughing and joking about Rex and his craziness in the postgame had he lost. Glad he won. Porky's revenge. (laughs) How about that New York media? What a bunch of jerks. (laughs) They're brutal. I can't stand them. That's why I live in Buffalo. City of good neighbors, right? Anyways, let's look ahead. I gotta ask you guys, man. We got Edelman out for the Pats. We got Lewis out. Are the Bills really in a spot to beat the Patriots next week on Monday Night Football? What do you think? I argue, who cares? You know, we're not going for the AFC East Championship. We're not looking to be the top of this. I honestly would look at this as a win if we can escape this game without any key injuries. Yes, just thinking, man. Honestly, put Josh Johnson in. Let him see what he does. Yeah. Keep Tyrod for another week healthy. And let's take it back next week when we come back EJ, for Houston. Huh? You want Josh? I'm going to go with Josh Johnson. I, I, I think, again, that uh, EJ isn't going to be sticking around too very long. So Put in JJ. Let's see what he's got. <laughs> yeah, let's see what he's got, you know. 
So Listen, I'm, I'm on the same page. I really, really am. Because what are the chances? Give, give me, your, give me your, your percentages. What are the chances that the Bills beat the Patriots in New England on Monday Night Football? Like, give me a percentage. 60%. Six, wow. What? 60% from the Just gallery. because you moved off the futon <laughs> up to the table on a chair for the first time in your life doesn't mean you can just throw out crock like that into the microphone, dude. Go home, Nicole. <laughs> you're drunk. Listen, without Edelman and Lewis, we got a chance. I'm sorry. There's this big man called Gronkowski who's <laughs> standing in the middle of your win and right he's now. he's going to get his. You stop Amendola in the run game and you win the game. Chandler's revenge. Chandler's They're revenge. gonna throw it at Chandler twenty times to get him. A I'm touchdown. sorry, but McColt just went Lloyd Christmas on us over here. Sixty <laughs> percent chance. You're saying there's a chance? No, there's about a one percent chance. Lloyd what was all that Christmas? One in a million talk. Listen, there's about a one percent chance that the Bills beat beat the Patriots this week on Monday Night Football. Wait till next. One percent. Wait till next Monday. Tom Brady is on a mission right now, and there's there's no stopping that train. Yep. There is no stopping. I don't care how many points the Bills put up. Brady's going to be like, all right, I'll put five more. Whatever. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just do it. I mean, he, look he, what he happened uh, against the Giants. I mean, again, they, they almost have the anti-Bills philosophy that you're in it to that last second. And the fact that they had that determination is oh. something that, as a Bills fan, makes me upset, makes me jealous, makes me angry. How do we instill that upon our team and upon our fans? And it's something that, you know, I, I, I'm a little bit jealous of. But I actually am going to put a little bit higher. I think 10% chance that they have a win. 10%? All right. I don't know. You know, I equate Tom Brady's special powers like Dr. Xavier. He wills things to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's not like a good guy. He's not a teacher. I don't, I don't Hopefully think... Hopefully we can get him in a wheelchair. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> You know, Tom Brady, he, he doesn't want to, like, teach anybody. You know, I don't see him taking anyone under his wing. Not even his own kid. I don't know. He'll probably want to beat his own kid. <laughs> until he's in that wheelchair at the ripe old age of 80, if that ever happens. But he just seems to will things to happen. I can't stand the guy. I don't know him. He might be a great guy. He's probably not. But... He wears Uggs. He can't be a great guy. Well, that's true. What I if just... I wear Uggs? You got the hat on, though, so... Okay. Do you wear Uggs? I do. Oh, tell us more. What? They're great. Honestly, I, I was a big not in favor of them. But, man, you try them on, it's like pillows for your feet. Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't like... you love to be embraced by a cloud of pillows in your feet in the middle of winter? I would. Trust me. You try them, you're, you'll be hooked. Is it like the boot, or is it more like the, uh, the Ugg shoe? Wet? I got the classy boot. How high does it go up? About, you know, a little past your ankles. Hmm. Yeah. So you're saying it's kind of like green eggs and ham. I mean, try them, try them. You got it. Try yeah. it till you knock it. Yeah. Right. Or try it before you knock it. All right. Well, looks like McColt is going to be buying uh, everyone up in 716 Studios a pair of man Uggs That's for right. Christmas. Yeah. Or if Uggs would like to send over some free ones. There you go. Well, tis the season. Uggs slippers, just for the record. You know, the season. Let, me, let uh, Natron Patron take a quick pause here. We are, uh, we do have, just got this in. We do have one more open spot for a sponsorship. For the 716 Rocks Podcast! Yep, that's right. And we are looking for an apparel sponsor. So, Uggs, um, I know you're listening. know you're listening. Go ahead, just ship over a couple pair of mugs. Mugs, yep. We'll be sure to slap them on for the podcast next week and uh, tweet it out. You've seen the success with Mike and Mike and Subway. Hey, (laughs) we're your next bet. 
Okay. I think the great thing, just uh, so that Uggs really understands the um, just the situation here, is that uh, Patron is known for writing some very classic jingles. Yep. So feel free to send those uh, man slippers over. Um, Talk to my people at Oots. Patron will, will whip something up, um, and, and it'll be gold. It'll be a nice deal for everybody, really. So, yeah. you know, it's been fun, guys. I think that we got to really give our listeners what they want to hear. It's that time of the uh, podcast right now. That's right. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? It is Man Crush. Just another Man Crush Monday. Man, it's time. Ooh. It's time for that Man Crush Monday where we talk about. Who we're crushing on, man, somebody across the NFL, whether it's a Buffalo Bill, doesn't matter. We don't discriminate here. If it is, does happen to be a Buffalo Bill, that's great. Who's your man crush? Let's talk about some honorable mentions this week. What do you guys got? I, I got to go with Cam Newton. That uh, dance that was going on in the end zone, I mean, those are moves that would put Drake to shame. I got to say, that is a phenomenal performance. I got a little man crush, you know. I wish I could do that. Teach me how to Newton. Yep, teach me how to Newton. <laughs> oh, man. Patron. Patron, any uh, honorable mentions out there this yeah, week? Yeah, yeah. I actually I, I kind of have a tie here between uh, Fitzpatrick's beard and Revis's ankle. Okay. Yeah. Talk I mean, to me. Uh, well, uh, Fitzpatrick's beard got a lot of action. It did. Um, you saw Brandon Marshall tugging Literally. on it on the sideline. Literally got a lot of action. Yep, yep, yep. At. The underscore Philster, even Brandon Marshall loves the beard. That was great seeing that on network television. A little little tug on the old beard. Yep. And then did you see Fitzpatrick when he was scrambling out? I think he was rolling out to the right and just CBS got like a demonized man, and he was just bugging, and that beard was just like oh, in your face. It scared me a little bit. I was intimidated. And Revis's ankles. Um, it's more of a mercy nomination. I'm sure they're sore. I already talked about that. Yep. Let's keep it moving. Excellent. McColl, any honorable mentions out there this week? Speaking of hotline bling, who saw the Cardinals game? Drew Stanton at the end of the game. Oh! oh he wasn't even in the game. Classic. Going crazy. That's my nomination right there. There was Drew some Stanton. There was some club music bumping in that dude's head. Yeah, there was. That was incredible. Not for his play on the field, but for his dance moves off the field. Got to love it. Resbeard, any honorable mentions this week? Uh, I'm going to go with a backup quarterback called Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, setting NFL records. Best backup in the NFL. Uh, that's all I have to say. Awesome. There you go. Well, the listeners got to be wondering, why do we keep talking about honorable mentions? Well, this is a first-time deal here. That we are going to just unanimously decide that Bakari, stinking Rambo, Bakari. has won the man crush. There's no voting this week. There's no favorites. Nope. There's no likes. Never. There's no retweets. Not this week. Nothing. You get no choice because if you don't have a man crush on Rambo after that performance of three turnovers, then you just don't deserve... To have a man crush. You're un-American. Yep. Un-American, un-Buffalo-ish. Yep. Un that's a word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it is a you word. No, it is. It definitely is. Yep. It is the first time ever, ever, mark it down in history, that we are unanimously deciding on this podcast that the man crush is going to Bakari Rambo. Congratulations. Absolutely. I think it's a well-deserved win. I mean, yep. come on. When's the last time that you're able to have the trifecta here? 
It's been a long time. I, I don't even know. I don't have the stat. Maybe never. No one knows. Nobody. Yep. Stat check. Fact Ram- check. Rambo, congratulations. I mean, you got to be feeling really good. Uh, just next Monday, if you want to call into the podcast, let us know how you're feeling. While he's playing. Yep. He's got to be Man Crush Hall of Fame, right? I well, we're re- so. no, we're recording during halftime. Uh, give us a buzz. Yeah, yeah give us so a buzz he can at halftime. Call during halftime. That's yep. true. Good point. It's cool. It's like a minute, right? You know, I'm sure, you know, they're cool with it, bro. Just do it. Awesome. Well, hey, we love you guys out there. We thank you for listening. Check us out on Facebook. Hit us up on the old Twitterverse. The social media director will get right back at you. Because that's what he does all day, man. He's just on social media. He's like that. All day, all day. All day, every day, 24-7. Paying bills, using that Twitter. Check us out. Thanks for listening. Ethan Gray, man, it was great having you on the show. It was a pleasure. Thanks for coming down to the studio. Absolute honor. Patron, nice butterfly wings. I got to just put that out there for the listeners. They're very cute. I'm flying high, bro. And uh, it's it's that time of the podcast where we just want to bid you adieu. So, peace. Peace. Out.